Good morning and what is up guys? Welcome to Instagram Marketing Secrets episode 63. Today I am uh, talking about how you can make money from Instagram, whether you are making zero money right now and have no idea what to do, or you already have a business and you've got some products for sale and you're looking for ways to scale up, I'm going to give you some little tips and tricks of some quick ways that existing businesses can add some extra streams of revenue uh, to their business right away uh, using social media. So this is going to be uh, applicable to all types of social media, but of course, I will be going more over the Instagram applications of these things. But uh, let's just go ahead and uh, dive right in. Or before I do so, I'll just give you an update from last week. I told you guys about the upcoming Instagram masterclass. It is still um, very, very close. I was up until 2 a.m. last night still doing things on it. Like this has been a, a giant project for me to undertake. And when you see the webinar, you will understand why. Um, I it's not available right now, but it should be available in a week. And the link for it will be igmsecrets.com slash Instagram masterclass. So I'm saying this now, just in case you're listening to this podcast a week out, then you should be able to access it at that link, igmsecrets.com slash Instagram masterclass. Otherwise, just sit tight and I will announce when it is live on my Facebook group or on my Instagram account. So cool. Let's go ahead and dive right in. First way to monetize, we're going to be talking about one, two, three, four, five, six different ways. Okay. There's six different ways. And, um, the first way is going to be a little bit more obvious, but we're going to break it down to each of the specific ways that you can sell products. So selling products is obviously, uh, such an obvious way to monetize an account, but it's not always obvious of, okay, how do I get these products? How does that start? How much money can I expect to make? And like, how much money do I need to invest? There's three major types of selling products online. One is affiliate marketing, two is drop shipping, and three is like just actually buying the product in bulk and and then selling it after, which the most common way is FBA or fulfillment by Amazon. So it'd be me like buying a thousand of whatever online, sending them all to Amazon and then selling those things. So basically, as we go through the list there, affiliate drop shipping, and then we're just going to call it FBA, the if the first one I mentioned, affiliate, is going to be the lowest cost to start as well as the lowest upside. Drop shipping's in the middle, and then FBA is going to be the highest cost to start, but also the highest upside because when you're buying products by the thousands or even just the hundreds, you're going to get a better quantity discount. So let's um, break down affiliate marketing to start. What affiliate marketing is, is that you give someone a link to buy a product or service. Like literally you can uh, have affiliate links for, for almost everything nowadays, not just products. And then you send someone to go buy it based off of your recommendation. And if they buy it, you're usually going to get between five and 10% commission on that product. So for instance, if I had, which I do, an Amazon Associates account, which is the easiest way to get started with affiliate marketing is Amazon Associates. Uh, I would, when I go on Amazon and I'm looking at a product, I don't just see the product page. Up at the top bar, I have this little stripe 
that says, you know, get affiliate link essentially. And anytime I'm looking at any products page, I can click on that link and then it will generate me an affiliate link for that product. So if like maybe even um, like I do this, if I ever have a friend that asks, hey, where did you get that that thing? Like, uh, where'd you get that uh, Himalayan salt lamp? Oh, I got it on Amazon here. I'll send you the link. <laughs> and I jump online and I just make them a link, an affiliate link real quick, because if they're going to buy it, I might as well make 8% on it. So it's an easy way to make extra money, even if you don't grow an Instagram account, just have the ability to anytime you're recommending a product that you are going to recommend anyways, at least give them an affiliate link because they will either, you know, pay the exact same amount for that product as they otherwise would have. And you'll just make some or a lot of affiliate links actually give them a discount as well. Not the Amazon ones, but a lot of affiliate links give the person you're giving the link to some kind of deal as well as you make commission on it. So Affiliate marketing, like I said, can be for anything. So if you have, uh, well, any any company that partakes in an affiliate marketing program, but if you, let's say, um, like the program I use, Outgrow.co, to create quizzes and things like that, I'm an affiliate for Outgrow.co. So when I'm on the podcast and I say, hey, guys, go create a quiz, I'm not just going to recommend this product and not give an affiliate link if I have the opportunity to give an affiliate link. That would be dumb of me, right? I If affiliate marketing didn't exist, I would still recommend you to them, okay? I'm never recommending anything to you that I wouldn't use myself or that I don't truly recommend. But even for programs like that, you can be an affiliate. And how you find out is you just go to the website, it's usually at the very bottom where you see like contact us and, you know, apply for work or blah, blah, blah. All of those little random links at the bottom of the page, you'll see affiliates at the bottom. So you can even do it for Target, for Walmart, but Amazon is the easiest just because, um, you know, they get free two-day shipping and they have the most products on a single website. So if you don't want to have like 10 affiliate accounts, you can just make one for Amazon. So let's move on and talk about drop shipping. Drop shipping is where I'm kind of doing it like affiliate marketing um, in a way, but I am setting up like this product can have an actual listing on my website. So it's kind of like in the middle. So if I wanted to make a drop shipping website and I just wanted to have a collection of products from all these different companies, then I could find these drop shipping partners and you can find some of them like on AliExpress or Alibaba. Um, but it's easiest to just do a Google search for like the exact type of product you're looking to drop ship. And what it does is that I set up my website as a normal web store to collect orders. But when I get those orders, I send them to a manufacturing or excuse me, like the the fulfillment center. But a lot of times that fulfillment center is tied to like the manufacturing plant and then they will send out that order. So basically I'm selling, um, you know, we'll just say a skateboard on my website and I have the skateboard listed at 50 bucks on my website. You give me 50 bucks. And then because I have a drop shipping partnership deal 
with whatever skateboards. I send them the order and I say, hey, I got an order for you. Here's your 35 bucks and I'll keep my 15 and then they will send it out to the customer. So it's really, really popular because it's very easy to scale. It's very easy to get started. The profit margin is typically better than affiliate marketing. And um, yeah, you don't have to buy the product up front. You don't have to hold the product in an inventory uh, like an inventory or in a warehouse or pay Amazon to store it or anything like that. Okay. They're already storing it. You're just collecting single orders and it's a low risk way to get started. And a lot of times people will do drop shipping and then get confirmation for that product and then potentially ship over, um, or switch over to doing it like Amazon FBA or buying that product in bulk and storing it at a warehouse slash fulfillment center somewhere else. So hopefully that makes sense. But one of the easiest ways to get started drop shipping is with things like t-shirts, pop sockets, phone cases, those kind of things. There are actually services set up where I can go online, design a t-shirt, list that t-shirt for sale. And then once someone buys it, that company will then print the t-shirt and ship it to the customer. Okay, I can do that same thing with a phone case or like pop sockets, like I said, or even like socks or hats. Okay, like you don't have to go online and buy, all right, we're going to start trying to sell shirts from our company. So let's go ahead and buy 500 shirts to get the best deal and see if we can sell them and I'll just keep them at my house and I'll sell them. And I'll ship them out when they sell. You don't have to do that anymore. You can go on websites like Printify.com um, or there's a, there's a lot of them nowadays. Printify is the main one. It's the one that I use. But you just design whatever you want online and then you can list it. Um, Amazon has the same thing called Amazon Merchant Services. And that you have to apply for. And it's kind of hard to get in. Um, at least I applied a few months ago and I'm still waiting on it because... That's Amazon's customer service for you. They are extremely slow. I hope you're listening, Amazon, because Jeff Bezos, Amazon seller support is probably the worst customer service ever made. So I hope you hear that. Um, I'll tell you guys about a horror story (laughs) from Amazon a couple weeks ago. But you got a lot of traffic. I'll give you that. Um, But anyway, so with this drop shipping um, of like t-shirts or whatever, what they're called is print on demand services. And um, in light of this episode, I'm going to give you guys my affiliate link for Printify. So if you want to start just making some extra cash for your company and you just want to like, hey, we need to make shirts, but I don't want to buy like 100 of them or 500 or store them or whatever. Just go ahead on a Printify. So don't go to Printify.com. Go to tinyurl.com slash IGM Printify and uh, everything will be the same for you, but I'll earn a cup of coffee if you sell a t-shirt. So um, yeah, you don't have to use my link, but hey, why don't we all help each other out? Here's my free podcast for you. So you might as well use my affiliate link. I will also have it linked in the description as well if you want to get started. But yeah, you can go design like hats for your company. And then you get like if you have a WordPress website, you would get a URL or like an HTML code to then put on your website or you can even just sync it. Okay. Like it syncs up with like things like WooCommerce um, or um, like 
Shopify. Sorry, I was getting mixed up because I'm talking about Printify. So I'm getting my Itifies mixed up, but you can usually just sync it directly with it. So if I create a shirt on Printify, it will basically instantly be listed on my website for sale with pictures. And you can be like, offer it in this color, in this color, in this size, in this size. And, you know, we want to offer like, you can pick if you want to do really nice shirts that cost a little bit more. If you want to go cheaper shirts, it's all on there. It's very straightforward and easy, easy to use, but tinyurl.com slash IGM printify is a way that you can add t-shirts to your existing company. Or if you want to start a clothing company, just do it this way. It's such an easy way to get started. If you want to make a massive company later, that's okay. But I think a lot of times people get caught up in doing nothing because they're like, oh, I want to make a clothing company, but I know I have to have all these followers and a website and this and that and all of this money. You actually don't, okay? If you want to test your ideas, just set up like a print-on-demand store using this service and uh, it's awesome, okay? it's We're going to hopefully start doing like pop sockets soon and, and socks as well, but it's just an easy way to add some new products to your repertoire out having to buy them all up front and then the last one like fba as we're going to call it but it's just basically you buying products in bulk and then putting them to a fulfillment center if you want to go off of amazon by the way fulfill right is a uh is a really great fulfillment center that i've used in the past that um, has pretty good rates. You just have to make sure that you're selling over 200 units a month of whatever you're selling in order for it to be worth it. And they are really worth it if you have expensive small products. So FulfillRight is um, who I'd recommend for that. Basically, they are Amazon without the website. So they are a warehouse that you can store all your products when you get orders, they will instantly ship it for you and deal with like the returns and the stuff like that on the back end. They just don't have a website um, where they have a bunch of buyers shopping on. Okay, you have to provide that aspect. So I'm not going to jump too much more into that because it's pretty straightforward. But as you guys can tell, the um, the upfront cost of buying a ton of product is going to obviously be way more than the cost of setting up an affiliate or drop shipping website. The only cost to those is just going to be if you pay for the traffic to send to them. Um, otherwise, uh, yeah, it's going to be higher risk, um, but also higher reward because you are going to have better profit margins in the end with that. And also, um, whenever you're doing drop shipping and you're setting it up, you know, with another company, that means that other people can also like like low barrier to entry okay is what i'm trying to say fba like buying a ton of product up front is higher barrier to entry therefore you are more protected against competition because it's not easy for just anyone to go ahead and buy a thousand uh units of whatever but drop shipping and affiliate marketing is lower barrier to entry so those kind of trends like they're really big right now um, and they, they are totally still safe and great markets to play in, but it is easier for more and more competitors to come on just because it is so easy to start. So those are kind of just like the pros and cons of all the major ways to sell products. And obviously Instagram is incredible for promoting products. So let's go on to the next way to monetize, which is being an influencer or a content page. 
The difference between an influencer and a content page is a content page usually doesn't have a face to their brand. Okay, an influencer, as you guys know, is like someone who is always like on camera and they're posting about their life and maybe they're like a fitness influencer or a health influencer for like, you know, eating right or, um, you know, a travel influencer and they show their journey and their life and usually they make more money than the pages that might just like repost a bunch of pictures. So for instance, if I made like a Denver Eats account and I just started started reposting uh, a bunch of like awesome photos from Denver food places, then um, I would eventually be able to sell posts, right? So Uh, using that example if I just repost a bunch of like awesome Denver food and I don't really use like a lot of original content or I don't come on camera and say oh this broccoli at this location is incredible and I'm not really like the face to my brand then if a Denver restaurant wanted to do a promotion with me then they could you know pay me let's say if I had like 100k followers they would probably pay me some right around 50 bucks to do a post for them However, if I had 100,000 followers and I was like an influencer and my audience knew, like, and trusted me more and my engagement would probably be better than that of a regular content page, then I might be able to charge a little bit more. So I can't tell you these numbers, okay, because they are set by you. So don't think, oh, how much do influencers make for like a, a post if they have 100K? It totally varies based off of whatever you set it at and whatever you're comfortable setting at. But in general, people who are a face to their brand are going to make more per post than a content page, um, you know, charging for that post. It's just as a lot easier to build a content page because you can like repost and you don't have to be on camera and you don't have to wake up in a good mood that day and be ready to vlog your life. You can just be like, Ugh, I'm going to find a picture of like a really cool restaurant on Denver in Denver and post it. Okay. But basically what I'm getting at is with influencer and content pages, you're just selling posts. Okay. You're building an account and then you're selling to businesses, um, that want to promote to your audience. So you can be like, Oh, it's 45 bucks to do a post or it's 15 bucks to do a story post with me and all of those things. We're not going to dive in deep on that because, um, most of you aren't doing that. And if you are, you probably are going to be able to find the info you need on that because I'm not going to tell you what you should charge or whatever, but that's just another way that you can make money. Third way to make money is by selling eyeballs. So this would be like if you have a successful YouTube channel and you sell, uh, you have like YouTube advertising activated so that when people come to your YouTube videos and they watch it, they see an ad first, okay? That means that you're going to get paid just based off the number of views you can get on that video, which means that you can use Instagram as a promotion tool to promote your YouTube and get you more subscribers and more viewers so you can get paid higher on your advertising space. Or you can have a blog and you can advertise on that blog. You could sell advertisement on the sides of your page or wherever on your page that you want to. And the more website traffic you have, the more you're going to get paid from those advertisements. So again, you're just using Instagram as a traffic source to get more eyeballs over there. 
The other thing you can sell is earballs, also known as ears, all right? As in, you're listening to me right now. As I do on this podcast, I can sign up with advertisers who want to market to you guys, and then they want to have like a little clip in my episode, and I get paid um, you know, however many cents per play, it's usually like some kind of number, uh, you know, however, like a few cents for every play that I get, I'll get paid. So like the more, um, you know, traffic I have listening to my podcast, the more those advertisements are going to pay me. So that's why I use my Instagram to promote whenever I have new podcast episodes out. And also because like you guys follow me for that reason, because you want new episodes, right? So you provide value and and it's such a great way to do it. Like I love selling eyeballs and selling earballs. I know that's not a word. I just like the way it sounds, but it's just so easy because all I have to do is provide value. I don't have to be salesy, right? I don't have to be like, Hey guys, make sure you listen to this ad right now. Like I can just be like, all right guys, like here's my ad and just like provide value and just worry about that. And then every once in a while, just put like an advertisement on there, right? So it's super easy for me to just provide free value and then give advertise and then have the advertising space. And then that could be the same with like, if you make an app, a lot of apps are free nowadays. Apps are either they cost to buy or they're free and they sell ad space. So if you make an ad and then, or excuse me, an app, and then that app is free. And then you do things on Instagram to promote that people download your app and then your app has ad space on it, then you're just going to get paid more the more people that have your app. So the main thing, guys, is like Instagram is a traffic source. So literally any way that you can make money pretty much ever, Instagram fits into the equation in terms of just being the traffic to supply it. So in light of selling earballs, before we go on with the um, last two ways to monetize, here's a quick word from my sponsor. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. So wrapping up here, uh, the fifth way to monetize is by branding yourself uh, or like as a local business. So we're going to kind of wrap this one into two here um, is that if you're a local service professional, let's say you're a realtor or you're a builder or a contractor designer or you're a hairstylist, um, all these things usually monetizing. Yes, you can say, hey, book your haircut or book your next photo shoot. Um, and things like that you can absolutely do. But some of the times where you're trying to sell like garage doors, right? You're trying to get people to redo their garages or you're trying to be the interior designer to redo their kitchen or their new realtor. 
yeah, you're not going to post like house for sale, swipe up to buy. I know that. However, the first part of your funnel is just finding clients and branding yourself properly. So something that goes unnoticed sometimes with Instagram, because a lot of people aren't patient, is that sometimes we're building an Instagram account just for the sake of our branding. So take it as if like your hairstylist. Okay, and um, you're you're building your following up and you're at like 2000 followers and you're still not really like getting more haircut appointments booked from it. Okay, and you're like at 5000 and then 10,000 you're you're getting some appointments booked, but it's mostly with past customers. Okay, let's say it's just past customers that you're keeping in touch with because every once in a while you post and then they see it and they're like, oh, yeah, I need to book a haircut and it causes them to call you and you have no idea that that sale actually did come from Instagram because they don't say anything and they just went about their normal way of calling you. Okay, there's a lot of times that businesses think their efforts on on social media aren't doing anything, but it's because top of mind awareness is hard to track as well as branding is hard to track of like, where did this branding come from? Unless you like ask the customer and they are like very clear on why they do things okay most people are not very clear on the psychology of why they buy things if i buy like a twix at the store i can give you like a one page analysis of why i bought the twix instead of any of the other candies that i saw there okay like i have a very like open mind to like why i'm being marketed to and i absolutely love being sold stuff properly if things are done properly i will buy it just to be like good marketing you win good job most people aren't like that but if you are just a like that hair professional hair hair stylist and now you keep building and you keep in touch with clients on there and then eventually have like twelve thousand followers do you think that makes it so you can charge more per haircut yeah, that would give you the opportunity because just your pure branding, okay? If you are a local realtor and you have like 17,000 followers, yeah, maybe it takes a long time before someone DMs you and says, hey, will you be my realtor? That's why a lot of them gain till 300 followers and then they say, oh, this isn't doing anything for me and then they get off the app, okay? If you're playing long-term moves, if you think you're going to be in whatever business you're in for the next few years, you need to be on social media. Stop thinking you're going to get results right away. It's not like that. Social media is a way for you to like be out there in the world, just expose yourself to people and put your brand out there, put your face out there, and eventually something will always happen, okay? Some, eventually something will always happen. But don't think like, oh yeah, it's it's pointless for me to be on because if you're a realtor and it acquires you like one extra client per year, you know that's like already worth it right there. But if it can acquire you one client a year at the beginning, you know it can acquire you two and three and four and five as you get better and better at it and as you grow more and more. Or even if all you do, like if you're a realtor and you like follow your past clients and you just like their photos every once in a while, you have no idea how much that is doing for you. Okay, because most realtors give out really crappy gifts. Let me tell you guys something. If you ever give a business gift that can be consumed or thrown away, you might as well just throw your money away on the front end. Never give a wine bottle as a gift. Never give a gift card as a gift. Oh, I take them out to dinner. Cool. They're going to forget about it in a week. 
only give gifts that are going to last and stay in the kitchen or stay in a room in the house that's going to get used all the time or has your branding on it or has some kind of value that they will have in seven years because most people buy a house every seven years. So do they have your gift in seven years? No. Then why are you buying them that crappy gift just to be cheap? Okay. If they buy a $400,000 house from you, do not give them a $50 gift card and sure as shit, don't give them, Oh, it's a $200 bottle of wine. Well, they don't know. And the reason why they don't know is the same reason why they keep buying a $10 bottle every time they go to the store they don't have a palate <laughs> to tell the difference. Sorry, I'm going off on a rant here. Um, but basic, like business gifting is another thing that I know a lot about. And there's so many businesses that just waste so much money buying like little gifts that can be thrown away. If it can be thrown away, don't buy it. Just throw your money away on the front end or buy them something that will actually last and get used daily if possible. Um, reach out to me if you want some gifting ideas. But um for that branding, like that, that like, like you following them on Instagram and then liking their posts is better than a lot of the gifts that people are giving. And you're not going to see results from it quick because it's, it's not like a quick results kind of industry. If you're like an interior designer and you just like keep up with your, your clients and you comment on their photos every once in a while and say nothing relevant to your business, and keeping that top of mind awareness is one of the best things that you can do on here. Okay, that's going to be the same with like a lot of local businesses. Um, like restaurants might be a little different, right? You're going to like do things like, hey, um, she bring come, come into the store and show us this Instagram post and you can get the two for 25 deal. You can do things like that. But also just as a restaurant, like just you like posting um, and just keeping in like top of mind with customers is so, so, so valuable. So know that pretty much everyone should be on social media. And if you're not getting results from it, the last thing you should do is blame social media. Blame yourself every single time. Because if other people are getting results from it, then you need to say that it's my fault. Okay. And that's something that I'm good at. Everything is my fault. And that's why I get better at stuff constantly because I'm okay burdening myself with saying I suck. I'm going to get better and never ever saying, oh, well, it just me must be the social media that sucks or it must just be whatever that sucks. Okay. Blame yourself for everything is a quick way to get better at stuff. It's not, it's not that much of a burden. Okay. Just accept that you have the opportunity to, um, take responsibility and get better at things. But, um, branding is what I'm getting at is the other way to monetize because branding will let you charge more in the end. Branding will bring awareness to you, which is the first step in your sales process. And it might be a slower uh, gain before you actually make money, but it certainly will pay off in the end. The last way to make money is by running a social media marketing agency. So you guys are, have probably been exposed to some of the people who do this because you've gotten some kind of message that says, hey, if you're looking to grow, my team provides services to grow your account, blah, blah, blah. Okay, these are just people that you get really good at Instagram first, okay? Please get good at Instagram first before you just start trying to acquire clients um, because there's a lot of people that reach out to me that say, hey man, I can run your account and they they really have no experience. They just took Ty Lopez's course on how to do social media marketing and they think 
now after the course, they're already ready to do it. If you haven't built an account successfully yourself yet, you're going to learn a lot of things uh, that you're doing wrong. Uh, within the first couple times that you post for another company. So what I'll say about social media marketing agencies is really the only way to make good money is by actually getting your clients results. Okay, because it's one thing to be like, oh, I got someone to pay me a 100 bucks a month to run their Instagram, uh, which is pretty low. Um, But it's a whole other thing to still have that client a month later from now. And it's very obvious that if you are not doing a good job at it, they're going to quickly cut ties with you or they they should at least because if you are doing it wrong, you are hurting their brand. If you are doing it wrong, they are wasting money paying you and will never get sales results from it. The only way to keep your social media marketing agency job is to make them more money than you cost. So are you actually getting people results? Have you actually gotten results before? If you have, then social media marketing agency is a good business to run. And I would tell you guys that if you're actually interested in it, I would do further research outside of this podcast on YouTube or maybe even take Ty's course. I'm not saying anything bad against him. I'm just saying a lot of people take that course and then are looking for results too quickly from it or before they've actually, you know, established themselves. But essentially what you would do is you uh, reach out to people and you say, hey, you know, we can uh, create content for you. We can do your posts. We can do this for you, blah, blah, blah. Um, And this is how much it costs per month or per week. And that's just another way that you can make money running other people's accounts. I personally would never, ever, ever do that because I spend way too much time on Instagram as it is. And I'm trying to spend less and less. So I would uh, not want to do it for someone else because you have to learn their market, completely understand their products and completely understand their customers in order to get them results. You cannot just understand, oh, I know the good hashtags in your market and I know um, how to look up what a viral post is in your market and then repost that viral post. Like that's not going to be enough for you to keep your job. You have to understand their their customers and their products um, and the reasons why their customers buy and the reasons why their customers don't buy if you're going to have any chance at actually getting them results. So guys, that concludes today's episode. If you have any other questions on ways to monetize, um, feel free to reach out to me. As far as like, well, which one of these should I do? The answer I'd give you is whatever you're excited to do. Okay, do whichever one of these things you are excited to do and which lines up with the income you're looking to make, with which lines up with the amount of money you're willing to invest on the front end and what lines up with what you could see yourself still doing in five years or three years. If you look at yourself and ask yourself, yeah, could I still be doing this in three years? Uh, Or we'll even say like one. Okay. If the answer to that is not yes, don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. It doesn't matter. Oh, the makeup industry, it's profitable. I'm a guy that's never put on makeup before, but I've heard the makeup industry is profitable. I'll get into that. You're going to last three months before you are burnt out because it's not a quick process to make money. So if you were getting into it and hey, you can make money quick, but let's say you don't count on yourself not making money quick 
and you still have to rely on passion to then get yourself by after that. So if you're not doing something you're passionate enough to do for free for a little bit, then you're choosing the wrong business industry. Go out there, pursue your passions and find out how social media can help you get there. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll talk to you soon.